Yes, and today we go overseas. So we're not gonna we're not gonna read books today. We're we're gonna have uh, Sal over in London. Yes, covering the Rolling Stones' new album coming out. Do we yeah, know the, the announcement. Name of the album? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you asked me too quick. Well, you said yes, though. I know because I. I you should have said no. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Or. Hey, let me check on that. Yeah, let me check on that. Oh, because I've been talking about it for the last two weeks. Uh, what's the new album called? Uh, Hackney Diamonds. Hack me? Hackney. Hackney. It's a place in London. Oh. It's in East London. Hacky Sack Diamonds. Nope. Hackney. So a jewelry store? Not a jewelry store. So Sal's calling us to read us a book from a jewelry store. There, well, there, and that kind of brings Restaurant? it all together. What I don't know. Got going on I here? don't know. But yeah, Hackney Diamonds—they make it. Jimmy Fallon isn't he supposed to help today? And they're on his YouTube channel or yeah. something. But they're making the announcement from London, and that's why we have Sal Serencioni. Yeah. So he's going to be there, and. Uh, We'll see big how deal. that goes. Jimmy it is a big Fallon, deal. While Jimmy Fallon needs something to do. Well, he does. So he's allowed to do that? Is that crossing probably. the line at all? No, probably not. Uh, probably not. That's why uh, a lot of people are doing like podcasts and kind of, you're seeing comedians who usually act get back into comedy. Well, I think it makes them more accessible to people who are always mobile and they can, you know, listen to shows like that on their iPad, their iPod, in their car, whatever. Like Bill Maher is doing now more stand-up shows since HBO canceled. Well, it didn't cancel, but not producing not things. producing a show. Did you see, and I think this is going to happen more and more, Hulu canceled How I Met Your Father. I think that they are going to start canceling shows to put the heat on the actors. I think for them to get back well, to yeah, work. Because if you're a streamer, if you're Netflix or Hulu or Peacock or whatever, and you have original programming, I'll just fire you. There's a million shows that I can do. You know, there's a million scripts or shows, show ideas, especially for streaming. So Hulu just gets rid of you and just says, we're just going to fire Netflix, probably get rid of people. You think the Disney thing, I'm sure you saw it, but. How everybody woke up and didn't have ESPN on the first oh, night of... you wouldn't believe my feed and people going, and I had a sister-in-law that was on her way Saturday to go get a fire stick because she was she had to get something, Hulu, so they could watch the game. No, that's ESPN, not Spectrum. ESPN pulled it because their contract was up. They wanted more money. Okay. It wasn't Spectrum, it was ESPN. Oh, okay, it. well, still. Their deal was up. They want more money. You're paying 10 bucks a month for Disney, and they want more money. So what they did is the cable companies look like bad guys if we pull it the Friday before college football. We had something with it a couple years ago. I thought I remember something with this happens every yeah, few years, if not like every year. NFL games or something. Too, I, I don't miss ESPN at all. No, there are so many different outlets. Plus, I get it anyway because you, if you buy it on stream, and all the big games were on ABC anyway. So if you, it's not ABC six. ABC six isn't pulled off Spectrum. So you got to watch. I didn't watch the Clemson Duke game, but you got to watch LSU Florida State. Everything on ESPN on ABC you get to watch because ABC's still going. So you don't get to watch game day or the third team from the SEC play or whatever ESPN's doing now. I don't know. You miss it. Yeah, because they don't have really big. They don't have big games. 
Mm-mm. on the actual ESPN. They reserve it for ABC. Exactly. So, yeah, it's just the pregame show that they have on. Yeah. Don't you mean, ten, ten bucks a month, too, is a lot of your K. And now I wonder if Spectrum's going to give you the $10 discount. Like, if it goes on like a month or they're going to prorate it. A lot of people pissed at the cable company, but I think it's Spectrum. Maybe someone could call and... Uh, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are blaming Spectrum, and that's how ESPN positioned it to make Spectrum look bad so you cancel cable and then buy their streaming service. Well, there was a lot of people that canceled the cable and went streaming. I can yeah. tell you that. There's a lot. So, what is ESPN? Like 10 bucks a month? You buy the package? Yeah, probably, yeah $9.99, like most of them. If you buy it solo. So, the ESPN 3, you get ESPN. Yeah, I was going to say, if you do the ESPN Plus thing, you get all of those, right? Because that's where they have all the fights. I believe so. Like the UFC fights and stuff. See, I do the Hulu, HBO, and Disney, and we pay $12.99, and we get Disney, ESPN 3, and then Hulu. But you get Hulu, you don't get live, you get Hulu with ads. Okay, so I've got Hulu live uh, plus live TV. So I get all the ESPNs, I get Big, Big Ten Network, I mean, I get all that. Now, it's it's pricey once you put everything. How all much the, is it? Uh, it's pushing almost 85 bucks a month. Yeah. That's what I pay for cable. Well, I was... Uh, yeah, I have the YouTube TV and I think it's 72. Yeah, so it's... With uh, all the channels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have all the ESPN. I think it, and I've got all the like ESPN ACC too. Network and yep. all of that. I do too. Like I really need it. I don't care, but that's what it came with. Interesting. But there was no package when I got Hulu Plus Live TV. There was no add this on and get Disney Plus or whatever. That's just and it keeps going up. It goes up probably about five bucks a year. It's a pain though. I do miss being able to just punch in a number on my controller and go to the channel yeah. because YouTube TV you have to scroll all the way through every single time to get. There's like no back button. Really? That's just my laziness, but it's, it's a pain. <laughs> no, but still, the last button is great. Yeah, it's. I, I, I pick two forth. channels, and you yeah. just go back and forth between those. Why don't, just put so... the, why don't you just learn the numbers and just put the numbers in? They don't have numbers. They don't have, yeah, and the they same don't? with the... No, yeah. you, have to, you just scroll through the guide. Oh, and that would suck. And that's the same. Well, with my Hulu, there's no numbers either. Yep. You have to scroll through. But it does have a back button, so... Yeah, meaning, like Fubo yeah. had a back button that I use. I just recently switched to YouTube TV for, in theory, getting I'm, the the NFL ticket. Yeah, but I'm getting the NFL ticket. I'm not getting YouTube TV. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, I guess it's good I can cancel any time. <laughs> well, yeah. there you go. So you got YouTube TV just to get... I think you have to pay more. You just have to pay more. To get the, the NFL ticket? ticket? Yeah, yeah you probably. Pay, like, I think they give you a discount hmm. when you get YouTube TV. I, I sat in here for four hours a day and listened to what you told me to do. I downloaded the YouTube oh, TV. And oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Torque. It's all Torg's well, fault. Well, I did it, and I didn't <laughs> have to do it. Okay, well. Yeah, you can cancel, Rich. Yeah, it is. You it go is. back to FUBU or whatever you had. There's no, uh, there's no back button, so I just have to pick one channel on my three televisions and be stuck with them. Oof, boy, that's hard. Like if you want to switch programs, you got to go through the guide. Yep. And yeah, that's not convenient. And they're not like close to each other. Like ABC's at the top, ESPN stuff is forty channels down. Oh boy, I don't know if I could do that. It's just pure laziness. On no, my it's part, not laziness because there's so a convenience to it. <laughs> 
There's a convenient. Let's say you're going back and forth between games on ABC yeah. and ESPN, or even programs during a break. Yep. And you got to go all the way through. That's not convenient. Commercials over by the yeah. time I get. to Yeah, the show. I don't even think it's laziness. I just think it's it's you know user friendly. User friendliness is that a yes? I just created it. Put no. us on the board so we can user better friendly. your streaming service. Yeah, that is unbelievable how you can't put in a number because even like Samsung TV. Yeah. You have a Samsung? Yep. Christy, you have a Samsung? Oh, God, yes. I have My Samsung is downstairs and my LG is upstairs. So they have this thing, if folks don't realize, when you get a Samsung, they have a Samsung TV. So it's almost like a cable, your own cable with Samsung. It's like called Samsung Now. And you probably get like 50 channels that you don't pay for. You just get it with the TV. And it's like reruns of Hell's Kitchen on a channel. It's old Rockford Files. They have like sports, like darts, you know, like. Yeah, it's really, and it's kind of overwhelming too, where you, when you get that and you scroll through and it's like, I've never heard of some of these things before, but I'm kind of interested. Yeah, it's like the uh, old movies. Game Bonanza, Show Network. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah, yeah. Show Network, uh, Deal or No Deal. What is, what is the Samsung channel call? Or the, the, it's called Samsung it's Now. Samsung now. Okay. And with that, though, you get channel like 1005, 1010, 1020, whatever. Even Samsung Now that's free has channels. And YouTube TV can't come up with channels. Well, and, and Hulu doesn't either. You got to <sighs> scroll through. Because it's, so it's all done on your, your, your Roku remote. Yeah. So it doesn't have numbers on it. No, I get it. So it's, but you should still be able to. I've tried every Do button on that remote, and it won't let me go back. Well, Hulu allows you to customize where you can put in. You know, it knows what channels you watch the most of, and those will come favorites. up first. Yeah, you can a do favorites, bar top. and then you can go over. You can do all channels, so you can go through whatever you've got, and that takes forever. This is an education system. For it's me. like my TikTok. It remembers where I've been and like those last channels are right. click on that's live ex- that's, and they're sitting up there. That's exactly what uh, my Hulu algorithm. does. Hmm. So I looked up Hackney Diamonds. I can't even find out what it is. Hackney is a place in London. Okay, so it's a it's a part of London. That's why. Oh, Hackney. it's a place, not a building. Correct. Gotcha. Hmm. We'll have to ask Sal. We'll put him on the spot. So we'll talk to Sal from London 705. Sleepy Joe's gonna join us. Oh, it's been seven forty. Are you sure he can take time out from his sixteenth well, vacation this year? I don't know. <laughs> he spends a lot of time. <laughs> Maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, he just right? needs to rest. He, he does. Just well, needs he's to old rest. man. He's got to get ramped up. He's got to get going, campaigning. His wife's got COVID. Probably lost. You mean his her. wife's got to get up and start campaigning yes. for him. So she needs to get well so she can get out and start campaigning. And we'll do a little Michael Evans. We'll do a little Michael Evans replay next. After one, we need it. High 89, mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, a low 67, and partly sunny for your Thursday. A lot cooler and a high of 80. It's 73 right now. So we've all heard that COVID is starting to creep back. And Ohio Republican Senator Jay. We are frightened of Cornova. Republican Senator J.D. Vance wants to make sure that things don't go the way they did back in 2020. So he has recently introduced the... Why is he fired DeWine? (laughs) He recently introduced the Freedom to Breathe Act, a bill that would prevent federal agencies from enforcing mask mandates on commercial airlines, public transit, and in public schools. Vance said the mandates didn't work in the past. 
So there's no reason for them to be introduced again. He said the masks failed to control the spread of respiratory viruses, violated basic bodily freedom, and set our fellow citizens and pitted them against one another. From happening. That's why I introduced this legislation, and I'm going to force the Democrats to vote on it. If they say the mask mandates are not coming back, then come to the Senate floor, vote with us, and say no more mask mandates. Let's make it bipartisan. Uh, and we'll see if that happens or not. So that's what he's introduced. Uh, the search continues. Have you heard about the escape murderer? Yes. Danilo Cavalcante, who broke free from a, a Pennsylvania prison last week. Well, authorities, they admitted yesterday that pictures that were taken on a trail uh, just south of the area police thought that he was contained within proved he had slipped through the perimeter. So in addition to broadcasting messages recorded by his mom in Portuguese pleading with him to surrender, the U.S. Marshal Service is now offering t- a $10,000 reward for any information leading to his capture. Meanwhile, there's uh, two school districts in the expanded search area. They've canceled classes today as a precaution. Where uh, where do they think he's at? Uh, they have no idea. They think he's still within Pennsylvania, but uh, he was in a botanical garden. Uh, that's where he kind of slipped through authorities. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Keep the kids inside. Shares of Harley-Davidson dropped in trading yesterday morning after the company recalled 65,000 motorcycles to fix the rear shock absorbers. A fastener that secures the rear shock may break and allow the uh, absorber to damage the rear tire. Now, as recalls go, the potential of getting a flat isn't the worst notice you could get, but it still needs to be fixed if you have one of those affected models. And how would you like to have all of the relaxation effects that come from booze without any of the hangovers? Gava Labs, which is out of London, is currently working on a synthetic alcohol that they are calling Alcorel. Now, Gava stands for Gamma Amino Butyric Acid. It's a neutro uh, a neurotransmitter. Jeez, what's my problem this morning? There's at the con- conclusion <laughs> no, of k- 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 no kidding. Too much sleep. Uh, it's a neurotransmitter that blocks certain signals to the brain, and it produces a calming effect. So the goal here. Create a booze substitute that provides all of the good things that come with drinking alcohol, but leaves all the negative side effects out. I'm definitely into that. Mm, So you'll sleep with people uglier than you, too? Maybe. Mm. Yeah. But uh, you won't have a hangover the next morning. QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic looking good for this Wednesday morning. We are accident free. And it's brought to you by Valley Ford of Columbus. Maximum inventory and the better deal. It's the winning combination that you get at Valley Ford of Columbus. Get there now and check out the Mustang Mach-E deals and more. Open daily and all day Saturday. ValleyFordofColumbus.com. All right, let's do the Hot Five. We just played a little heart there. And Ann Wilson of Heart is back in our first cut. Did you know, Christy, she has a band called Trip Sitter? I did, yes. I did not. Well, they have a new single out. This is now. There was a time not long ago, sparkling magic, super shine and glow, blurring the lines, letting the hard things go, letting the hard things go.
Sit and listen to that. It kind of, you know, gets into gear a little bit there. Slow start, but gets into gear. I like it. I really think it's well done, man. It sounds like you could go back in the time machine and throw that on there, and there's a heart tune. There it is. Yeah, and that was not. called Another Door? Is that? No. What is? What was the song called? This Is Now. Ah, This Is Now. It's like we're married. You don't listen to a thing I say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Another Door is the name of the album, yes. by the way. Uh, clip number two. So Gary Busey, he always looks so disheveled. Well, an unidentified woman has gone on the offensive against Gary after she says he hit her and then he took off. So she shared a video of her confronting Gary Busey in a parking lot before he speeds off. It doesn't matter. That's not how this works. You hit my car. You have scuffs all over your car. Progressive insurance. I want your, I want the number. I want the information. Sir, you hit my car. I'm private. It doesn't matter. You hit me. What? (laughs) He's crazy. He is two scoops. Yeah, he's kind of crazy. If so you, he rear-ended her. Yeah. They pull over. She's like, dude, I need. we need to exchange information. He's like, what, I'm a citizen? Well, that doesn't Okay, what? He tells her progressive insurance. That's it. <laughs> no policy number, no address, no contact info. Rich, you do insurance. What's the protocol there? Uh, Call the police. No, no, no. If it's under 500 bucks, they say don't call the police. Well, yeah, how do you know if, if it's, it's under, under- Yeah, if it's under 500 bucks- um, because you typically have a five hundred dollar deductible. Yeah. So. So what is the? She has to get his name. She well for her she she's still gonna want his name and his insurance information like policy number. Yeah. Well, just, at least you just need the name and the insurance company. Oh, so all she needed he was right then. Yeah. When he said progressive. Yeah. If, as long as she got his name and they can look up his. Well, policy you know who number. crazy Gary Busey is. What? Well, yeah. did she know who he was, or after she had posted the video and somebody Rookie went? The By the way, that's Gary Busey. See, I think uh, the movie with Keanu Reeves. So. Point Break. Yeah. You well, you talk about your TikTok algorithm so much, and all that pops up for like the last month for me is. Gary Busey and Rookie of the Year, and it says, when your wife tells you it's time to leave the bar and Gary Busey's looking at you saying, give me one more. <laughs> give me just one more. Ah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> just one more. Gotcha. Rich, you're reciting Rookie of the Year. I'm reciting the great Nin- Gary Busey. 99% of the audience thinks that movie's trash, which it is. Y- yes. But you know what's relevant yes. to this conversation? <laughs> well, if we knew the damn movie, but it's Rookie of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, by the way, Gary Busey was on our show. Go to the Torgan Elliott podcast page. Listen to the archive interview. He, we're probably like three quarters of the way through the interview, and he stops like right in the middle of an answer and starts asking me if I'm related to a Swedish scientist with the last name Torg. Just bizarre. It just, I mean, he just all of a sudden a, f- a switch flicks in his head, and he's off, all, he's off on a tangent. And then he's on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Is he really? He was. Oh, my goodness. I would have watched. The well, voices in his head are pretty loud. Yeah. Cut number three on this date in 1995. Cal Ripken Jr. set the consecutive game streak. Here's Chris Berman on the call. What began on May 30th, 1982, and continues September 6th, 1995. This game 
with the Angels trailing is now in the books. And let it be said that number eight, Cal Ripken Jr. has reached the unreachable star. I never really thought about the streak. I never allowed myself to think about the streak. It was very simple. You know, I wanted to come to the ballpark and I wanted to play and I wanted to help the team win. Boy, there's a lot of stories that was surrounding 1995. that. Oh, he hurt his ankle and they cut the electricity to Camden Yards one game and all this. No, he just played a lot of games in a row, I think. Gary Busey was, was pitching that day. Yes. <laughs> Give me one more game. And then he set out uh, right after that, didn't he? Like, not right away, but I think there was like a week and he, I it he was like tired. He games. Did it? He did. I know. I remember him sitting out eventually, but yeah. 95, was that the strike season? No, that was 94. 94. Uh, do you remember, baseball fans, well, Cal Ripken Sr., Cal Ripken Jr., Billy Ripken, all on the same team. Billy Ripken, by the way. What year was that? On the show, 90s. Mm. On the show, and, and maybe 80s, even late 80s, I asked him about his special baseball card, Billy Ripken. And he got angry with me. He wrote something on the bottom of the bat. Bleep face. (laughs) And then it was a baseball card. And it became worth a lot of money because it was like a first run card. And then they had to correct it. So then when they got the corrected version with it scratched out, it was worth even more money. And it was just a very, there's some errors in baseball cards. And this might be number one. Billy Martin, 1972 Tigers manager card. He's given the middle finger. Ah, great. He's got his hand down, and he's doing the middle finger. <laughs> and that and it went out that way, obviously. It went out that way, and there was no, no recall second of second series, third series. If you get a Billy Martin, 1972 Tigers card. He's flipping you the bird. And I don't even know in 72 he was managing, or he could have got fired. Billy Martin jumped around. But if you Google that, He's giving you the finger. Not you, Christy, mean the baseball card owner. Uh-huh. Yeah, but look up the Billy Ripken. Did you look it up? Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah, he got really angry because I'm sure every interview he did, and he works for MLB Network now, everybody asks him about that. But how could I not interview him and bring that up? You know? He's going it's for like, 600 bucks. Yeah. Still. When we interview Mick Jagger, Christy is going to ask him about the rumors of him and David Bowie. Oh, of course I will. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Clip number four. I know how you feel about Peyton and Eli and their Manning cast. I like it. I I do. I love it. So Peyton and Manning, they're ready for another season of their Manning cast. Uh, Their Monday Night Football commentary simulcast. Uh, They cut a funny promo that features several celebs in sports entertainment, and they spoof auditioning people for a third host uh, to join the show. Let's listen. Hi, I'm Jared Goff, quarterback, here to audition. So, Jared, how excited are you about the opportunity to be on the most popular show on television? Isn't this for the Manning cast? I'm just here because you guys have the most punchable face in the history of punching faces. <laughs> wow, Reese Witherspoon. I mean, we're honored you'd even consider auditioning for the Manning cast. Manning what? Oh, no, I was calling to bundle my home and auto. Aren't you the insurance guy? Well, we tried our best. Guess it's just the two of us again this season. Unless there's someone on that list who is just perfect for the job. Not on this list. Nope. I didn't get the Manicast job. I guess I'll just come back and play football again. <laughs> That's good. Tom Brady I'll finishes watch some, it up. I'll sometimes watch their, uh, depending on who the interview is, 
the problem is sometimes it'll be a good interview in an exciting game, and you're like, crap, I really want to watch this, but damn, they're driving down the field and it's a good game. Because they'll spend like two series, three series with the same person, and they just ignore the game and then interview the person. But when they're doing the game, it's great because their look of disgust is just like all of us sitting there watching. Like, What are they thinking? What are they doing right now? I wonder what numbers they pull. Speaking of pulling numbers, do you know who rapper Lady SB is, Um, I am not familiar. Uh, She's kind of skanky hot, stripper hot, big boobs, different color hair, like humongous knockers, right? Here is a sample for everyone out there of her music. IQ just okay. went into the toilet. No, that's, well, come on. You're on this show. I don't think it was high to begin with. <laughs> uh, so that's a sample, okay? Now, she did this. She's from Toronto, Canada, and she did this podcast where this guy's wearing a mask. It's called, like, the Toronto Underground Podcast. And just take a look or take a listen here of what she admitted on this podcast. I called, like, child services mm-hmm. on this one. <laughs> I call, I call child services on my ex because he pissed me off. And then I was like, yeah, I'm done with this person, whatever. Like, you know, cheater, piece of shit. He had kids. I called child services on his ass. I like fabricated everything and like said certain things. And they like went to the door and like there was a whole process. Like, I don't even know if the children's aid worker still visits them, but she probably does because what I said, like fake bruises. <laughs> Be careful, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, she like. She used a filter, Christy, and put bruises on the kids and sent it to CPS. Wow. She should be arrested. She should be arrested. Can you believe that? And so, to admit it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She should be arrested. So some guy was investigated and they pro- he had to probably have visits with this CPS, or CPS worker, supervised visit, interviewing the kids, all because this he dumped this skanky rapper stripper chick. And then she set him up. I wonder how often that happens. At the uh, 8.40. Probably more than we would like to think. At the 8.40 Hot 5, I'll tell you a story. And it has nothing to do with me, but someone in my high school, something similar happened to. I bet you it happens more often than not. Unbelievable. You destroyed this dude's life. And if you looked at her, Christy... I mean, I'm looking at her right now. Skanky stripper, Skankerific. Right? It's yes. the cash me outside girl. Pretty Absolutely. much. On steroids. Yes. yes. A little older. And bigger boobs. Bigger boobs, yes. Her and Farrah Abraham. Yes. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic accident free, but just a reminder for the upcoming weekend, I-70 is going to close in both directions downtown starting on Friday night, of course, for construction. And it's all brought to you by Valley Ford of Columbus, maximum inventory and the better deal. That's the winning combination you get at Valley Ford of Columbus. Get there now for the Super savings on a huge selection of Bronco Sport. Open daily and all day Saturday. ValleyFordOfColumbus.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Now, for those who watched the game, this should not come as a surprise. 
Buckeyes fell to number five in this week's AP poll, dropping from number four after that less than inspiring win over Indiana, Georgia, Michigan. They hold on to the top two spots, respectively. While Bama moved up one spot to number three, Florida State climbs four spots to number four following its defeat of then number five LSU. USC, Penn State, Washington, Oregon, Tennessee. They round out the top ten. Yeah, I, who care? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it'll mean less. What is it? Twelve teams next year, Rich. Yeah, I think twelve. It's, I think it's useless in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it'll be even more useless next year. When you're mayor, can you get rid of preseason polls? I don't think I can be mayor. I'm I'm just so far behind other people. When you're governor, can you get rid of preseason polls? Yes. They're useless. It, it, it just I don't know. I think it's something for the sports talkers to talk about. So they could complain about well, where of the course. Buckeyes are at. Like, so and, Colorado and, TCU, for example, what happens if TCU's not even bowl eligible? How does that win yeah. look at the end of the season? And it's, it's. I mean, I don't know. I guess AP and the coaches poll in USA Today wanted to be relevant, so they still put it out. I guess they've been doing it for 100 years, so they keep doing it, trying to stay relevant, the AP or USA Today. And the coaches don't even fill theirs out. How do they you don't? Go to the and how do we get the coaches full? They, they give it don't to the fill. SID. And the SID, the sports information director, fills it out. Coaches can't watch all these games. They're focused on their team. Like those bubble exams, they just mark B for yeah. all the answers. <laughs> yeah, just I did that. B, B, so I ended up B. in general math, baby. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't mean to mow Sal's uh, lawn, but I think he's going to be focusing more on the Rolling Stones announcing their new album. Uh, we talked to him here in just a few. But tickets for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, uh, ceremony go on sale this week. Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, The Spinners. Other inductees uh, include Link Ray for musical influences, Shaka Khan, Al Cooper, Bernie Taupin for musical excellence, and so many others. The Hall of Fake. The Hall of Fake. The 38th annual ceremony takes place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, November 3rd. Tickets will be available starting Friday through Ticketmaster if you are so inclined to go. You know, it'd be great if no one went. That well. To show the Hall of Fake. That you mean nothing. That you're just irrelevant. Go put in Eminem. Go put in a rapper. You're not rock. Well, there's plenty of rappers in there. You're not rock. Missy Elliott just still blows my mind. I know. Missy Elliott, I know. I know. Next Lady SB. And please don't. Don't even. And someone get Kevin Bacon on the horn and no excuses because what do we hear about Kevin Bacon? The six degrees of a study found that we all really do know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows him. It's a claim that everyone on Earth, six degrees of separation, is no more than six social connections away from anyone else. And a group of mathematicians just found that six eh, really is the sweet spot. They found every new friend you add comes with an upside and a downside. The upside is your social network expands, but at some point adding new friends weakens your other connections and old friends start kind of falling away. Uh, In other words, there was an equilibrium. They found the six degree pattern kept popping up. Uh, when we did the math, we discovered amazing result. This process always ends with social paths centered around the number six. 
Interesting. Scientists came up with this? Yes, okay. mathematicians. Three idiots in a room could come up with this. Who? Scientists. Someone Can't cure cancer, but we know that Kevin Bacon is right. Forget cancer. How about baldness? I think cancer's tough. <laughs> How about baldness? Let's go here. I don't expect miracles, but geez, scientists, hey, what are we going to do with our time? Let's get a $100,000 grant to the... To, Give a study on six degrees of Kevin Bacon. God, we're a stupid society. <laughs> this is why the aliens really don't show themselves. Oh, this is. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we should be communists so the government tells us what to do. Oh, mm. just stupid. <laughs> just dumb. Oh. Do a study of Kevin Bacon. Oh, gosh. What's next? The Tootsie Roll Pop? How many licks? Well, to three. The center? <laughs> we already know That's that. tomorrow. Owl <laughs> scientists solve that. Yes. Is Taco Tuesday a real thing? Let's get a group of scientists together. Don't be messing with Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Always Taco Tuesday somewhere. Yes. Hey, let's get ready for our interview. Sal Cerizioni is live in London. The Rolling Stones have a press conference later this afternoon. And we'll talk to Sal after some stones. Playing you a little stones. Getting you ready for the press conference later today. Stones announcing a new album. Let's talk to Sal Cerincioni. He's in London right now, director of rock programming, Premier Radio Network. How you doing, Sal? Good morning, Sal. Hello, everybody. How are you today? Good. What's the time there, like four in the afternoon? No, no, it's 12.06, although you would not, you're not going to believe this, but I'm, I'm literally standing under a palm tree. <laughs> in London? <laughs> In London, yeah. There are two palm trees in front of Hackney Town Hall. Hackney is a section in East London. And uh, I'm here because the Rolling Stones are here. And they're going to be announcing their new album here. Uh, It'll be on YouTube at 9.30 Eastern on the uh, Rolling Stones channel on YouTube. Hey, Sal. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Sal, what does the Hackney District of London have to do with the Stones? Is that where they were from, where they played their first gig? What's the uh, connection there? You know, Tor, I wish I could tell you. I have been, you know, pounding my head over this one, doing some research. Nothing has come back as to why here. Uh, We'll find this out during this press conference that is going to take place. Well, like you, I thought, okay, maybe, you you know, it was an early show that they did here, something, but no. I mean, it's not far from Deptford where Keith and Mick first, you know, met and grew up together, but uh, I have no idea. It's not uh, exactly the nicest part of town. At one point, it used to be, then it kind of went downhill. Now they're trying to get it back to what it used to be. Uh, maybe it was the only available spot for them to do it. I have no idea, but the mystery will be solved today. I now, can promise you that. Now, their first album of, of new material in over 20 years, and everybody's been talking about it. You hearing any rumblings that they're going to go out on tour to support this? Yeah, they'll be going back out on the road. Uh, that that has uh, been rumored, but uh, I've, I've been able to uh, get a wink and a nod on that one. <laughs> gotcha. so, yeah, they'll, they'll be yeah, they'll be going out. You're right, though. It is the first album of original material in actually 18 years. It's 18 years to today that they released a bigger bang in 2005. And then they did a blues covers album in 2016 called Blue and Lonesome. Now, they went in to do recordings for a brand new studio album of all original material, but they 
to get the sound of the room the way they liked it, which happens to be at Mark Knopfler's British Grove Studios here in London, they decided to just jam on some blues songs. Well, to them it sounded so good, they decided to record just that, blues covers. And so that's why we are now here uh, seven years later with finally a new studio album in the can. The first single will be released today at 10 a.m. It's called Angry. So you'll get to uh, hear and see the video for that. At That's my title Eastern. track, Sal. Yeah. <laughs> Angry. That's, that's your song? Yeah. That's, that's his mantra. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, you'll have to get in line. <laughs> uh, we're with Sal Cirincioni, director of Rock Programming, Premier Radio Network. So, Sal, you've covered events all across the globe. You've done the Rock Hall uh, press gathering for this. I mean, they got Jimmy Fallon. Is this compare this to other events? Is this guys like yourself from all across the country covering this press conference today? Well, I was told there are a lot of people here from around the world. There are a couple other people from the United States, although I haven't seen anybody yet because I haven't gone in to uh, sit with the press corps yet. But I will here shortly. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a large gathering right now. There. Uh, there's media outside the theater, uh, as well as some fans who are lining up for, obviously, a glimpse of the band. I, I'm assuming they're going to lead them into the front door, but, you know, you never know. Uh, and, of course, on the side of the stage, there are recording trucks and everything, satellite for, you know, all the Internet hookup, et cetera, et cetera. So, but I don't think they'll be performing. I, I don't think that's part of the deal. As far as I understand, it's just a Q&A with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, well, Sal, also, this is, you know, the release of this album is kind of bittersweet in making this announcement because this will be the first time that Charlie's not with him, even though Charlie, some of his work does appear on the album, right? Yeah, they did lay down quite a number of tracks early on with Charlie. Uh, I think just as time went on, though, you know, perhaps they felt that the songwriting was maybe going in a slightly different direction, et cetera, and wanted to try some other things. And then they brought in Steve Jordan, right. their touring drummer, uh, who, you know, uh, sat in after Charlie had gotten ill and sadly passed. Uh, the first song, Angry, while I don't have any credits for it, it clearly sounds as though it's Steve Jordan. It does have his drum sound. Uh, it's got that kind of dead-in snare sound of his. So uh, I think that's, the, uh, that's him on that track. And also, they started... Record the recording sessions back in 2016 with Don Was, who they've worked on for you know their previous few albums. Uh, but somewhere along the way, they also brought in Andrew Watt, who has made a name producing Ozzy and Post Malone and Elton John, Iggy Pop. I guess he's the uh, flavor of the day producer, so they brought <laughs> him in. And Angry is one of the songs that he produced and actually has a co-writing credit on. Hey, I know Bill Wyman did a song. I think they did a tribute song to Charlie. What do you know about that? And then we interviewed Bill Wyman a few years ago, and it seems like he's full. He's got his art, and he's working on that. Is there any rumblings that he may join them? And what do you know on tour if they, you know, if they go, you know, if they announce it today? And what do you know about the song that he did with them? Well, uh, what I do know is that it is a tribute to Charlie, the song that he does play on. He only plays on one song. He does not play on the entire album. Uh, he, he recorded his tracks in London. Okay. He didn't join the band in Los Angeles for it. He's, he's not a fan of flying. And, excuse me, he, um, he has no plans to tour with them. That uh, part of his life is, is done with. Uh, so, no, it's just one track. It is a, uh, a tribute to Charlie. 
I don't have the title um, in front of me. All that information is, is forthcoming. Although, if you uh, take a look at the uh, news service that uh, I provide to you guys, uh, you will see a track, a preliminary track listing that has been rumbling or floating around on social media as um, apparently it's the 12 songs that they did register with ASCAP. Uh, so ah, well, that's, that's a pretty good indication. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the titles clearly indicates that it could be a tribute song. It, I, I think you'll, you'll see it there in one of the titles. Uh, and also Paul McCartney plays on the album on uh, at least one or two tracks. There's been rumors that Elton John and Ringo Starr are on it, but as far as I understand, Ringo is not and get, have no confirmation one way or the other on Elton John. You know, it's been so long and we're with Sal Cirincioni, director of rock programming for Premier Radio Network. Live in London. Yeah, you mentioned that, you know, the Andrew Watt helped out, and it's basically, and, I'm, and I don't know if this is true, but Keith and Mick's getting the credit for writing everything. Do you know, and it, it's been so long, so you may or may not know, just what they do, the process of writing, it's probably changed in the, you know, from the 60s, 70s, 80s when they were in their heyday. Uh, anything on their writing on how they work together when they write their songs now? Well, as far from from previous interviews that I've been fortunate enough to do with them, obviously a lot has changed, uh, you know, going from the 60s all the way to now. You know, they have home studios. Uh, Mick is quite active in, in uh, usually throwing something down with lyrics and a little guitar strum. And Keith, the same thing. Keith works on riffs and occasionally lyrics. And basically, they compare notes. And what they do is, uh, after comparing for so long, they do actually, the two of them do get together and then kind of uh, solidify things. They, they did have uh, some sessions together in Jamaica leading up uh, to the recording of this album. And uh, this album has actually been recorded in uh, Los Angeles, London, New York, and the Bahamas. So it's multiple recordings all around the globe. And um, it's going to be interesting to hear because, you know, quite frankly, look, Keith and Mick are both 80. Oh. Keith will be at the end of the year. So you have to figure that really this is going to be it, that this will be the last album unless they recorded enough material that they can, you know, put out another one in a year or two from now. But really, they're winding down. They probably won't say it, but, you know, look, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that uh, the end is a lot closer than the beginning. Yeah, no question, Sal. These guys this are the great. This has to be These it. guys are the greatest band, right? I mean, of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's no I, yeah, doubt. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, let's be honest. Top, what, top three, anyway. When you attribute, you know, what what attributes to their longevity? It's just uh, so many generations haven't known decades without the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I mean, Chrissy, it, I mean, it is amazing. And, you know, to think about Mick, the way he still is able to perform yeah. and run around that stage. I mean, I'm 61, <laughs> and walking around London yesterday, my knees, I, you know, I've got bad knees. <laughs> I mean, they were killing me. I I went to the Paul McCartney photo exhibit at the National Portrait Gallery. And, you know, standing around for a while, my lower back starts, starts to bother me. And, you know, yeah, yeah I want to kind of complain. But then you think about somebody like him, 80 years old and what he does. So it's time for <laughs> me and people who are feeling my pain 
we got to get in shape and try to keep up with Mick. No kidding. Well, you know, it, it's funny, Sal, and I, it, me, Christy, we went to see the Stones last time they were in the shoe, and I've seen, we've both seen a million I've, concerts. I've seen them nine times. I've seen them too. Uh, but I tell you what, this last show, when they, what was it, five years ago, Christy? Uh, yeah, the shoe. It, Sal, I'm telling you, top five concerts, top three that I've ever been to, and these are 75, you know, at the time, 78-year-old guys, and it's one of the best concerts you've ever seen in your life. It's It's truly remarkable. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, I mean, if people, you know, people are hearing this and, uh, you know, or who will say they're still around. Come on. But it's what they do. And quite frankly, you know, yeah, Mick doesn't look like he did when he was 25. None of us do. Uh, but they can still play. Keith does. Not- <laughs> yeah, Keith is his walking yeah, well, dad. Yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's the crypt keeper. He needs the teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not embarrassing themselves. I mean, they put on a great show. Yeah. They sound good. Um, and it's definitely, you know, it's, it's a pricey ticket, as we all know. But what ticket isn't pricey these days? But look, if they go back out next year, which is believed to be the yes. case, it's definitely worth checking them out uh, because I don't think there are going to be too many more years left it's pretty safe to say at this time well the yep. official announcement for the album the new rolling stones album will be made on their youtube channel uh this morning at 9 30 yep. eastern time hackney diamonds looking forward to it yeah and the cool thing about yeah. listening if you're one of the listeners of qfm 96 sal's there now we subscribe to Sal's service you're going to hear everything from the press conference tomorrow morning so that we appreciate that we- yeah, well, not a problem, and uh, there'll be a full story posted at 10 o'clock this morning, so you'll see that. You'll have the first single, Angry, and uh, I can tell you that the album comes out somewhere between now and the end of October. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. Take Sal- pictures of those uh, palm trees, Sal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am going to take a picture right now. I, 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 I will send it to, I'll send it to Richard for you guys. <laughs> Great. Hey, Sal, thanks so much, man. We appreciate take it. Take care. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. Thanks for having me. Who, who needs MSNBC and CNN when you got Torgan Elliott? That's true. Because we got the man, the President of the United States, Joe Biden. Good morning, sir. Morning. Hey, good morning, Colombo. Uh, hello, my marshmallow Americans. It's me, your Pepsi of the 48 continuous United States. The, wait, man. That's that's continu- t- contiguous states, sir. Hey, and don't forget about Hawaii and Alaska, too. Yeah, easy for you to yeah, say, Jack. <laughs> Those two came around while I was in high school. Look, folks, I'm hoping for a great phone call today. Great call. I'm going to do everything in my power to not pull a Mitch McConnell on you. Somebody needs to tell him the mannequin challenge is old news, man. It's old news. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I know your Labor Day wasn't exactly relaxing. We heard the news. Your wife, First Lady Jill Biden, tested positive for COVID yet again. You know, honestly, it's just nice to see a Biden with a positive result for a change. Nice, nice <laughs> change. Well, how is she feeling? Is she okay? Well, she's doing a lot better. Thanks for asking, honey. You know, we knew something was up when she lost her sense of smell. Yeah, she couldn't smell my afternoon shirts. We knew it was serious, pal. Yes, is that right? Yeah, but I'll tell you, it's the damnedest thing. I can't believe that I didn't get it, too. Me and my sweet angel, we were sucking the pollen out of each other's pie holes every day when we were on vacation. 
just the luck of the Irish, I guess. You man. know what? That's something we that we didn't need to know. And it, it's it isn't easy, but Jilly, God love her. She's listening to the doctor. She's going to be carrot teasing for the next five days. No, 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 quarantining. <laughs> exactly right. No slap and tickle for the whole work week, man. Oh, sir, please, please. Bottom line is, it would be nice if the Wuhan lab would just release the antidote, and then the pandemic would be finally over, over. <laughs> All right, let's move on now. Yes, thank you. <laughs> now, we saw you went down to survey the storm damage in Florida several days ago. And I'll tell you what, I'm sure as hell glad I went to Florida instead of Burning Man to win the youth vote. That would have been a bad <laughs> idea. The assless chaps in the mud isn't a good combo, Jack. Sir, about Florida. Yes, look, I just want Florida to know I know the pain they're going through. Oh, you do? Sure. For example, this one time a really strong wind blew over the top scoop off my double chocolate chip cone. I know the pain and I know what it feels uh, like. Trying to relate. Okay, so President Biden, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis refused to meet with you when you visited. Hey, now look, folks, the people in Florida need all our love and support right now. And Governor, my cousin Vinny there, he's just a moody little shrimp sometimes, man. Honestly, I don't know exactly what that little fella's problem is with me down there. I'm not the one calling him Meatball Ron or, or saying the reason he has a bug up his ass about Disney is because he's not tall enough to get on most of the rides. <laughs> well, I might have said the last one, but it's because it's true, man. All right, well, well let's change the subject a little, a little bit here. Now, former President Trump has switched your nickname. He used to call you Sleepy Joe. Now he calls you Crooked Joe, assuming that you mastermind this Justice Department coming down on you. I mean, you didn't do that. I mean, oh, how do you no. respond? Is this pumpkin-colored putts for real, man? Come on, Crooked? That was Hillary's thing, you lame nickname recycling goof. <laughs> it's, it's like he's not even trying anymore. But, but if you're going to call me something, then I prefer to be called Swashbuckling Octogenarian Joe. I'm a swashbuckler, damn it. That's, that's no joke. Okay, well, thanks for calling, President oh, Biden. God love you, tortellini and egghead. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. <laughs>
I just think the going rate, like the Nationals are for sale. I think they might go for $4 billion or more. They're holding out. The Angels were up for sale, didn't get the price they wanted, and he pulled back. And I don't think now that the Commanders or whatever the hell they call themselves, the artists the, the formerly known as yes. the Redskins, they are $7 billion, but I think that's the low point because of their stadium issue. So I don't know if there's a single football team you could get less than $7 billion now that the uh, Reds, the Guardians, whatever, the Commanders, <laughs> I I think they set it to the low bar. It, King Rich, who would be the low bar in the NFL? It would have to be the Commanders because of their stadium, right? Yeah, because you have to build new if you take that franchise like you're going to have to get a new stadium. Or you're going to get taxpayer money, yeah, and that's hard now. Yeah, especially there. So that might be the worst especially situation. You know, Jacksonville? You, no, because they just built a $100 million facility, and yeah. they're in it this year. Based on franchise money or taxpayer money? Uh, I think, well, Tony Khan, or uh, Shaka Khan, I mean, I'm joking, but it's, <laughs> Tony Khan's the kid. All right. But I think he built it himself because he's a bazillionaire. It's just, it's it's... I can't wrap my head around five, six billion dollars for these Cleveland franchises. Cleveland would be probably one of the most affordable. I think you get Cleveland for maybe five billion, yeah. six billion on the cheaper They'll end. They'll also need stadium stuff. Yes, and that you don't know where to go, and that city doesn't want to pay for it. Yeah, that's Cincinnati tre- would also. He would never sell. I he, don't no, think. he wouldn't. I don't think. Well, you're right. So. Maybe five, six billion for Cincinnati. Maybe a little more that they've now sold the rights. And they have a, they're, aren't they building kind of a crappy practice facility, like a bubble yeah. type thing? It might be as good as some of the high schools in the area. Yeah. Grove City. <laughs> Grove City has a bubble, I believe, don't they? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Grove City's moving on up, Christy. It's no longer Grove Tucky. No, it's it's Grove City now. I know. I know. Bengals got to come to the Bow Dome to practice in Hilliard. Yeah, but I, I would think, though, that, boy, you could get a lot. Even though that Forbes is saying that's how much it's worth, that's not what you're going to get them for. Do you know what I mean? No. I think it's a lot more now, and I think the price is just – remember when the guy bought the Clippers for, like, $2 billion? Uh, the L.A. Clippers, not the Columbus. I was going to say. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and everybody goes, oh, my God, he's paying like $2.5 billion for $2.1 billion for the Clippers, and now that's nothing. Well, just like Washington, I think, and similar to the NFL, I think the Guardians would be the most affordable franchise outside of Oakland. And Tampa. And Tampa. And Oakland's going to be worth more, more money when they go Vegas. to Vegas. Yeah. Hmm. Well, coming up after ZZ Top, we have. Your key word for the Waterworks 1K Workday. You could be one word away from winning $1,000 with the Waterworks 1K Workday. Going to give you the keyword here. Then you go to QFM96.com. Enter the keyword before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. You play every weekday to increase your chances of winning. Today's word is paid. P-A-I-D. I'm going to go to QFM96.com. Put in this keyword. And I could get paid. There you go. Another keyword coming up with Christy between 11 and 11.15. That's right. It's the Waterworks 1K Workday giving you a chance to put 1000 in your pocket, get complete rules, details, qfm96.com. There you go. 1000 bucks go. in the pocket. Not a bad thing. And then 2 and 2.15 with you? Uh, correct. Between 2 and 2.15, and then uh, we hand it over to Arch. Between 5 and 5.15. Mm-hmm. How about that? Every day, every morning. 
Be listening. How about the cool video I sent you, Christy, or showed you? Greta Van Fleet played the XL in St. Paul last night. I got this buddy, and I've told Pretty stories. Pretty cool job that, you're, that your buddy's got. Yeah, this is his like, side hustle, and he's worked security for every major sporting event, concert. You know, Bob Seger, his job is to walk the artist from the dressing room to the stage. Bob Seger asked him for a smoke. If a show's playing here in Columbus and then playing St. Paul first, he'll send me the set list. That's why we have the set list for Yellow. You usually find them online anyway. But, but it's pretty cool. Again, a cool gig. So when, when uh, the artists hop off the stage and go into the audience, he's like right there. Yeah, so there's a TikTok video, Instagram video that's trending right now. And the lead singer, Greta Van Fleet, has these roses and then he's handed out to the crowd and he gets on a guy's back and then you see my buddy like <laughs> pushing off the crowd right behind him. So yeah, Josh uh, Kiska uh, hops on the guy's shoulders and he's got, oh, I don't know if they're roses or carnations. White or carnations, they're white. I Well, think, it matches yeah. his glittery outfit that he's that he's got on. Very, yes. very Freddie Mercury Elvis. He's embracing the yes. But and it's a cool video, and there he is. is, and people are reaching. I mean, there are thousands of people at that show. But he did a good job. Yeah, he no did. kidding. Very keeping Steve Wilkos-like. Keeping yes. him off the stage. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of got that Steve Wilkos uh, swagger about him. The dangerous ones, he said, are the harder metal with the mosh, you know. the when oh, the, the mosh people- pits. So yeah. they have to leave a barrier for those shows between, like, the speakers and the stage, and it's a nonstop chasing people. And throwing them back. Is he all? Is he also the one that if they crowd surf and they come over towards the front of the stage, they escort them back out? Yes, but only if they get in that area. Okay. You're not. But he another. He can't night. leave his area. Yeah. Working for bands like that. But then he has easy nights where he has to like if there's a hockey game and there's like the player interview and he walks like the pl- from the player from the. St- you know, penalty box area or the locker room, and then walks him into the locker room where, like, that's his job. Where you're, like, literally behind the scenes and you walk a player with a player, and he was going to go to the locker room anyway, and it's all, you can't go back there. So it's like, I don't know, maybe it makes the player feel good. Like, you know, kind of like the Jody Shelley thing after the game where the guy sits down in the, in the you know, the bench area, and then he just, that's all he does. So you're there like four hours and you're watching a hockey game and you walk like 10 feet with someone. <laughs> so you don't get a lot of exercise yeah, at that job. Well, look, he's one of my buddies. You know, no exercise. He was kind of doughy. Yes. And then his regular nine to five job is he is a run security for skyscrapers like these buildings. And he's got two of them that are connected. And he has he watches like nine monitors and then he checks in with people and goes, suspicious person, floor five, you know, and then someone goes there and looks. What an easy gig. So you're sitting down all day. Well, again, kind of like us. Yeah. <laughs> we sit down. But we actually all day. like talk to entertain people. Yeah, yeah. Inappropriate jokes. It's a good gig though. I wonder I, How long has he been doing it? Oh, forever, like thirty years. Really? Since they've opened it. Every concert, every sporting event, everything. It's like a side gig. And then he tells them which events he wants to do on the calendar. He's the guy who met his wife at the State Fair Haunted House and had the zombie wedding, and they put it on CNN. And then his parents refused to show up, like, to the zombie wedding, 
You know, oh, like people, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, people will have like a Star Wars wedding. Or some kind of cosplay wedding. Yeah, he had a zombie wedding. And to go, you had to have like zombie stuff going. And his family said, I'm not. Yeah, doing that. Like I was invited to a theme party a couple weeks ago. And I said, yeah, I'm not going. Okay. I, I don't do... I don't do Hawaiian shirts. I don't wear lays. I'm not doing it. So my daughter's getting married October 28th, okay? And it's it's Sam and Jacob's spooky wedding. So people are, she's encouraging people, listen, Halloween's my favorite holiday. Wear your Halloween costume to our wedding. You have to, because you're the parent. No, I ain't no, I no. No, you're not doing it? I am not wearing a Halloween costume. I might get a little. is one thing, but the, like. Being a prerequisite. No, it's not a prerequisite. It's like, you know, so they have this website that you can go to that answers questions about their wedding. And one of the questions is, hey, since it's close to Hall- it's Halloween weekend, you know, can we wear a costume? And the answer is absolutely. In the spirit of the season and our wedding, if you want to wear a costume, we highly encourage it. But it's not, you know, required. Wow. I did an Anchorman party back in the day in my 20s. And everybody dressed up as like their favorite anchorman, and then we all jumped in the pool with our. Were suits you six? On. Were you six, Panther? <laughs> uh, no, I was whammy. Whammo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because because he, he was a sports guy. I get it. And okay. it's hard to get suits at the Goodwill that match the certain colors of like the guys. It's not in looking anchorman. hard enough. Yeah, and I had a cowboy hat on. That's but, pretty much all you need for that, and some cowboy boots and the cowboy and a hat. Suit because he wore a suit. And then, but I can't. If you're over the age of thirty, you don't do theme parties, do you? Like my wife wants to do a Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say maybe the cutoff of that is forty. Boy, I think thirty. I'd say forty. And then, what would you do if you're over forty? You know. Well, then you just get lazy. <laughs> yeah, like my wife wants to have a Halloween party, and I don't want to do that. I mean, we go to a Halloween party and every you dress year. up. Yeah, so we've done. Uh, we did the Anchorman thing. I was Sex Panther. Were you Sex Panther? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll show you the picture, Christy. <laughs> we had a former boss we nicknamed Sex Panther. And there was a reason for yes. that. We yeah. did. I was Wilson. I carried around a little fence and hid my face from home improvement. Okay, that's that's kind of cute. See, those kind of costumes oh, I, I get. I dressed up as a volleyball. I thought so. Well, that's what I yes. thought, too. And I'm like, well, did you just you know, put white tape all over you? And then... My wife and I did grease. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's the just, couples like costumes. Yeah. Like a lot of work for one day, like a wedding. Like, like you my put wife, all this time into it. And the only time I ever got my ex-husband to come to a station event, and he still didn't want to do it, was a, a station Halloween party years. And we're talking probably 20 years ago. And we dressed up as Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and had a blue dress with toothpaste stain on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came with boxer shorts and a, and a blue blazer and a tie. <laughs> I told you the best. And a bad wig. I told you the best <laughs> Halloween low-end Halloween costume you can do is you take a rope and you put it through a potato like it's a belt and you go as a dictator. <laughs> it's the best that costume is, ever. That is the, the most <laughs> minimal work. You could, and Torga doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yes. You're all about minimal work. I'm all in if I can go as a dictator. <laughs> 
Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Go ahead, Michael. Hey, Hi, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. So last week, Prince Harry and Meghan attended the Beyonce concert at the SoFi Arena in Los Angeles. Megan really into it, dancing by herself in their private suite. Harry just sat there looking bored and yawning. After the concert, there's a story floating around that Beyonce invited them backstage, and Beyonce and Megan have become friends. Isn't that special, Beyonce and Megan? Yeah. Uh, great news, man. Jamie Foxx seems to be back to normal. Five months ago, Jamie was hospitalized. We didn't know what was wrong. We still don't, but Jamie... Been out now almost a couple of months visiting friends, going to baseball games, playing pickleball, traveling to Vegas, Chicago, Miami, Cabo, and now keeping steady time with his girlfriend, Alice Huckstep. Uh, Word is that Jamie in no rush to return back to work, and since he has $85 million in the bank, could be even considering retiring. Good for him. He's earned it. I don't blame him for that. Why not? Why not? So uh, last week, Hannah Reeves was named the nicest celebrity, but in my book, it's got to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, I love uh, him. The Rock makes regular visits to children's hospitals to surprise kids who have cancer, always brings toys, spends a couple of hours visiting, but insists no cameras allowed, but sometimes some do get in. I mean, that's, that's really special. Uh, speaking of Hannah Reeves and being named the nicest celebrity, he's considered the best celebrity bass guitar player. Uh, his band, Dogstar, pretty good, but he can pound some pretty good uh, runs on his bass guitar. They're coming to Columbus. Yeah, they are. There you go. There you go. Uh, odds and ends. What's up with this? Gary Busey involved in a hit-and-run auto accident. Nobody hurt. Police are investigating. My question is, how does Gary Busey get a driver's license? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. How does Gary Busey... Who does he know? Wow. What's his insurance premium like? Strange. And I got another list for you. The five meanest female singers. Number five, J-Lo. Number four, Ariana Grande. Number three, Britney Spears. Number two, Mariah Carey. Number one, Miranda Lambert. Oh, Mariah Carey was going to be my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Jeter, the word floated around. Jeter called her two scoops. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's not too surprising. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to do, I got a report. I got a special top 10 for you tomorrow, but also uh, we got to talk a little football tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My first, my first pick, uh, my second pick on my fantasy was Kelsey. Oh, and he's hurt. I know. Ooh, yeah. That's why I do my draft tonight. Am I league I care about is tonight. We always do it the Wednesday before the opener. God, good for you. Yeah. Hey, guys, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. From your QFN Mighty 6, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. Uh, Partly sunny today, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 this afternoon. Still hot, a high 89, mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, a low 67 and partly sunny for Thursday. Cooler and a high 80, 72 right now. Well, we've all heard COVID starting to creep back. And now Ohio Republican Senator J.D. Vance wants to make sure that things don't go the way they did back in 2020. As he has recently introduced the Freedom to Breathe Act. Now, it's a bill that would prevent federal agencies from enforcing mask mandates on commercial airlines, public transit, and in public schools. 
He said the mandates didn't work in the past, so there was no reason for them to be introduced again. He said the masks failed to control the spread of respiratory viruses, violated basic bodily freedom, and set our fellow citizens pitted us against one another. This is coming back unless we stop it from happening. That's why I introduced this legislation and I'm going to force the Democrats to vote on it. If they say the mask mandates are not coming back, then come to the Senate floor, vote with us and say no more mask mandates. Let's make it bipartisan. Uh, not Mike surprising. Mike has got a hofty right now. You know he's going to be he, state would trump that, right? I would say yes. So well, what? I don't I mean, yeah, you could do it. He could do something for airplanes, but what if schools, they're going to follow along? Yeah, schools. Great Grandpa Mike. Well, it's not surprising that there's a couple of school districts right outside of Washington, uh, D.C., where they are requiring everyone third grade and up to wear N95 masks in school. Wow. Yeah. What's the numbers? I I just read something this morning. They say it's less severe than they thought, that they were... Bracing for the new strand. Well, this this new variant, okay. The new variant, the the old booster should take care of it. And now they're also saying uh, those COVID tests. Hell, I think I've got, I don't know, half a dozen that are technically expired. Uh, they're now saying that uh, the ones that say they're expired, you can go ahead and use them. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They, they want to stretch the expiration date on some of those tests. It was a soft launch, Torg. They had to see if, what people would be receptive to. Yeah, I just read today, though, that they said that these, like Boston University or one of these big universities said the new variant is not as strong as they thought. And again, whatever shots you got before should take care of this just fine. Hmm. But no, the new boosters were up this month. What if it was a month. shot of fireball at the breakfast club? Hey, that'll take care of anything. Yes, it will. Um... Here we go again. The National Hurricane Center keeping a very close eye on the newly developed tropical storm, Lee. Meteorologists say it could strengthen into a Cat 4 hurricane. The official forecast path of the storm is uh, going just north of Puerto Rico and potentially, potentially missing the U.S. mainland. Uh, Forecasters say that any potential impacts to America and Canada will depend on the overall steering wind pattern sometime next week. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of Lees. Lees. You don't see a lot of Lees hey, out there. Lee. Yeah, Lee. Yeah. Go from Hillary to Idalia to Lee. We yeah. just jump straight over the yeah, Jills. Where, and where, what happened to the Jays? What happened to Jake? Maybe they were small. Hurricane Jake. From State Farm. No John. No John. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe there was a tropical storm that didn't amount to anything and, and we just kind of missed it. I would bet we have more than a few listeners with the name of Lee. It's kind that's of a, a 70s that's, name, 60, 70s name. Lee? Yeah. That's Jimmy's middle name. Is it really? Uh-huh. James Lee. After? I have no idea. I have no idea who he's named after. No, the middle name. I have no idea. Oh. I don't know I if know it was Jimmy's a relative. named after Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> a copy of Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy album recently sold at auction for over $18,000. But the actual record wasn't even included. The owner of the item got the record sleeve signed after running into the band at an airport in 1977. Experts estimate that less than 30 albums were ever signed by Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, and John Bonham. In other words, check your attic, your dad's attic, grandpa's attic, just in case. Less than 30 albums that all four band members ever signed, and this one went for 18 grand. I thought it might go for a little more, but... 
And according to a recent study, beards make men more attractive. (laughs) Researchers found that having a beard can actually accentuate the jawline and can help cover a weaker chin, acne scars, and other issues that make guys feel less attractive. Uh, People often look for confidence in a partner in beards. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Beards are seen as a sign of masculinity and a higher level of testosterone. Also, well-groomed beards are associated with patience and maturity as growing uh, growing one out takes time, commitment, and consistency. Study also showed that as facial hair length increases, men are increasingly viewed as more masculine. So if you're single, you're looking not to be. Consider growing out that beard this winter. Uh, if you haven't already. Just a little advice. QFM 96 Kemba. Financial credit union traffic uh, this morning. Accident got an update 270 East after 33. The Dublin exit has been moved to the left berm. Traffic is heavy from Tuttle Crossing and on 33 East right there at 42. Traffic this morning is brought to you by Valley Ford of Columbus. Maximum inventory and the better deal. It's the winning combo that you will get at Valley Ford of Columbus. Get there now and for super savings on a huge selection of Bronco sports. Open daily and all day Saturday. ValleyFordofColumbus.com. On QFM 96, cranked up by Columbus Car Audio and Accessories, Morse Road near Easton, Main Street in Reynoldsburg, or ColumbusCarAudio.com. All right, let's go with today's five audio cuts. Cut number one, Ann Wilson of Heart is back. This time, she's got a band I didn't even know about it, but Christy did. Trip Sitter is the band, and they got a new album coming out, and here's the new single, Classic. Sounds like classic heart here. This is now. There was a time not long ago Sparkling magic, super shine and glow Blurring the lines, letting the hard things go Letting the hard things go Yeah, too. yeah. Really good. Now that's the second time I've heard it. Now I want to hear the whole thing. I like it. Clip number two. Uh, Michael Evans brought it up. This unidentified woman goes on the offensive against crazy actor Gary Busey after she says he rear-ended her with his car, uh, started a little, con- uh, you know, c- c- started confronting him, and then all of a sudden he takes off. It doesn't matter. That's not how this works. You hit my car. You have scuffs all over your car. Progressive insurance. I want your, I want the number. I want the information. Sir, you hit my car. I'm private. It doesn't matter. You hit me. (laughs) Drugs are bad. Okay. Okay. Gary Busey. That'd be great. 
And I guess the bigger question again, uh, how in the hell did he get a driver's license? Yeah. He should have to take his driver's test again. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't even have progressive. He just watches the flow commercials and that's his agent in his mind. Geico. He likes Call the, the general. Chameleon. Who's your agent? Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Cut number three, Joe Klatt, one of the best football analysts on the planet, former quarterback at Colorado. Well, on the Joe Klatt show, he has some concerns about this Ohio State team. I watched every play of that game, and I come away pretty darn concerned for Ohio State. Uh, I did not see, if you're just thinking about it from a quarterback perspective, I did not see either of these guys, you know, whether it's Kyle McCord who started the game, Devin Brown, like either of these guys show anything that would suggest like, oh yeah, he's the guy. That's the last thing you wanted if you're an Ohio State fan. The last thing you wanted. Now, he's not a hater. He doesn't hate on Ohio State. But uh, I think it's game one, and they play a couple cupcakes. We'll see what happens against Notre Dame. That's kind of, that'll be the test. That, that'll be the litmus yep. test for the whole whole season. Yep. Okay. Well, so far, I mean, the test will be Michigan, obviously. Well. got to beat Michigan. <laughs> uh, Lose three years in a row to Michigan. I mean, think about it. If you lose to Notre Dame and or Penn State and Michigan, it could be very ugly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, clip number four, Peyton and Eli Manning. I love them. They are ready for another season of Manning cast, uh, their Monday Night Football commentary simulcast. So they cut a pretty damn funny promo that features several celebs in sports and entertainment as they are, well, spoofing auditioning people for their third host, to join the show. Hi, I'm Jared Goff, quarterback, here to audition. So Jared, how excited are you about the opportunity to be on the most popular show on television? Isn't this for the man cast? I'm just here because <laughs> your guys have the most punchable faith in the history of punching faces. Wow, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I mean, we're honored you'd even consider auditioning for the Manning cast. Manning what? Oh, no, I was calling to bundle my home and auto. Aren't you the insurance guy? Well, we tried our best. Guess it's just the two of us again this season. Unless there's someone on that list who is just perfect for the job. Not on this list. Nope. I didn't get the Manny Cast job. I guess I'll just come back and play football again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It is. That is great. Well, cut number five here. There is a female rapper named Lady SB. If you want to take a listen, here's her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I-, I need some new cheese. I spent a thousand with some new jeans. My right to your today, but I'm Gucci. I'm turning to some groupies. I heard I'm breaking hearts, told them to sue me. Yeah, yeah. I'm big stepping, don't just talking. Calling my number, don't know how she got it. Wasn't my money, so I. What yeah, the hell skanky, is that? Skanky stripper hot is what I would describe her. And I just feel dirty listening to it. I just feel like I need to take a shower. Well, she was on the Toronto Underground podcast. Take a listen to what she did to an ex-boyfriend. I called like child services mm-hmm. on this one. <laughs> I called I call child services on my ex because he pissed me off. And then I was like, yeah, I'm done with this person, whatever. Like, you know, cheater, piece of shit. He had kids. I called child services mm-hmm. on his ass 
I like fabricated everything and like said certain things and they like went to the door and like there was a whole process like I don't even know if the children's aid worker still visits them but she probably does because of what I said like fake bruises <laughs> be careful fellas yeah yeah what a pos what a pos wow like it's nothing she's laughing about it hope she gets arrested but it's Canada Wow, that's amazing to me. The guy just sitting there giggling along with it, too, is just... Why didn't he call her out on that? Because she's he skanky was, hot, yes. and he probably thought he could get laid. He was he was trying for the home run. Yeah. And when <laughs> you see her music videos, is nothing but her on stripper poles. Yeah, she's skanky. Yeah. yeah. You know you hook up with that, you're hitting in the two spot. Yeah, absolutely. She is really skanky, Christy. Have you seen her? Oh no! I believe me. I yeah. I didn't. For, yeah, the boobs and the nails. Yeah, there's a the lot nails. of stuff going on. Oh, the nails look like what are you doing? You hang upside down from a tree with your claws. Yeah, Ugh. bring a cool. It's like a bat. Pack a lunch. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> Too much. And that's your hot five.